Hey everyone, it's Nick. Uh, I'm hoping you're going to enjoy this episode of the podcast, but we did have a minor major technical issue while we were recording it uh, that caused Seb's 75% of the episode to be completely annihilated. I have done my best to make sure the episode is still listenable, uh, and she does come back in towards the end, so I hope you enjoy what's left of the show. This is the Stardust Crusaders episode featuring Jonas from Rough Night Movie Podcast. Yeah. What was that? What, what were you saying? I said Kyle does the edit for you guys, right? Yeah. Well, no, uh, he makes Bryce do it. Uh, all right. Well, uh, that's insane. I, <laughs> is he free? Yeah, he's free. That's his race. Can, yeah. Can we get Bryce for this? Can we get Bryce as a, a guest? I don't yeah. want him to edit. I don't want him to touch the show. But I would like. Uh, I would like to have him on. You would definitely I would like, need I would like to. to... Have him I would like to have him give a low energy opinion on our on our episodes. You definitely need it's... to be the one to coerce words out of him. <laughs> just be like, "What do you think, Bryce?" I'm just gonna send him the unedited hazardous materials as like a newspaper assignment. I'm just gonna say, "Hey, we're gonna need this by Friday. <laughs> see if he does it." I'll do it. You better do it. Except that that means we're gonna need it by tomorrow. Yeah. In our case, usually. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'll well, make we, sure. we have to we make have to sure fucking watch effort. Monkey Bone at some point this week. Uh, yeah, oh, monkey, I was thinking Monkey uh, Bone. No, sure. we have two weeks or a week and a half. Oh yeah, we got. I guess we got we got eleven days. <laughs> How many hours do we have? How many hours can we put it on for? <laughs> Listeners, you are hearing the procrastination on hazardous materials in real time. <laughs> the podcast that comes. <laughs> the podcast like, that comes out at the end of the month gets put off until the end of the month every month. <laughs> it's at it's the point not... where it usually wraps around. It's the first of the month episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not late until I change my calendar, and my calendar says February right now. So <laughs> I'm a little behind. comfortable leading us in hello and welcome everyone to please don't listen to this your life depends on it the show where we do something different every single week this week we are watching some jojo's bizarre adventure that's right this is a jojo's bizarre adventure reference so we will be uh we will be going through talking about uh, part three stardust crusaders um we're going to be kind of getting into it most of us already know about it but this was a, a request from our guest our very own JoJo, uh, Jonas, oh, from finally. Rough Night Movie Podcast. Dying. What's oh, up? 
Hey, That's actually what my mom calls me is Jojo. So Really? All right. Yeah. It's like All right, no, show us the star on your neck. <laughs> it's not on my neck, it's on my trap. Oh fuck. <laughs> That's what uh, I, I mean. I mean, you're looking. You're looking pretty, pretty good. You're looking pretty swole, as which is the you. other, which is the other prerequisite for a judge. It's the, the star, the star birthmark on the trap, having uh, a name that could be, maybe, possibly nicknamed as JoJo. Sort of. They get looser and looser with it every so single part. They have part. to explain how it works as JoJo. <laughs> Very uh, prominently. Jarno is is the roughest one. I'm like, uh, I guess. I mean, as a non-native Japanese speaker, I think that Higashikata is the fucking worst one. Where yeah. it's like, uh, oh, just say Higashikata, it's like, well, the kanji could be pronounced as Joe. It's like, I don't know what that means. You have to explain <laughs> it to me. You have to tell me. I am American. <laughs> Where is the Joe sound there? He I has the five weeb. syllables in his name, and Joe is not one of them. Uh, <laughs> no, but, but yeah, I very much I am... I have a reference. I, I do. I do look at a picture of uh, Jojo before while, while I work out constantly, just to embody him. Wow, I do what? that and I don't work out. <laughs> yeah, Cam does that, and he uh, aspires to be a fashion icon like Jojo. Uh, I was gonna say, are you like eight or nine feet tall as well? Like these <laughs> no. monsters roaming this. But most, most, I feel like desert. most Jojos are like. I feel like most JoJo's are like at least uh, six feet tall and taller because everyone else is just like minuscule compared to them. Yeah, they are. They are fucking yeah. massive. Even they are even just huge. Even Josuke, who's considered the <laughs> nice uh, Josuke, who is considered uh, who looks tiny, is still considered tall. But that's compared to uh, what's his name. Yeah, yeah he's 17. Yeah. <laughs> the, a lot of the comedy from the show, like I had seen parts one and two, I think. Mm-hmm. Or parts yeah, yeah, one, you you and Haley and, uh, and um, was Dom there? Was it, was no, Dom? No, I think it was just Haley. And Haley maybe, and... Oh, well, maybe not. No, Seb, were you there when we were all watching part one and two together? I feel like you were was there. like Sydney there or something? Maybe. Well, the point is we had a group of people together to watch uh, parts one and two together. And yeah, parts so one and two are something... very Fist of the North Star inspired with the art style. Like, you can sort of tell where he's getting his beefcakes from. And then, like, it gets way wilder in part three in terms of what he's willing to draw and the way people look. Anyway, um, who else do I have on this show with me? I, oh, of yeah. course, have our resident JoJo in Jonas, but I also have some of the most wonderfully localized stands I could find on the JoJo's wiki. We've got filthy axe at a reasonable price, Cam. Did you just call me filthy ass? <laughs> reasonable price. Yeah, hey, reasonable price. Okay, I'm into it. Oh, Cam, I'm very excited to hear what you have to say about this, about this show, oh, yeah. about this series. I had a blast. Well, Alex and I oh. watched what, like, eleven episodes or something? Like, yeah, yeah. watched so many. Uh, we've got Robber Soul, Alex. <laughs> that rules. Okay. <laughs> Hello, that's me. <laughs> oh man. Uh hold on, I got to find the uh, the one I really want for the worst Sam. <laughs> yeah, the wor- obviously the worst one. Uh we have Cool Ice. Seb. <laughs> I don't even get that one. <laughs> Oh, is that a vanilla ice thing? 
Uh, what is that and I, to it is Vanilla Ice. Yeah, the, what? It's, yeah, there is a character named Vanilla Ice towards the end of part three. The uh, I am dipping. I, I am dipping a little bit into my uh, quiz answers for this because I wanted to have fun. Um, and I am your host, Duwang Nick. Oh, nice. there he now, is. Now, Duwang is of course Duang. a Chinese mistranslation. Like it's chi- Japanese to Chinese to English of the name of the town that part four takes place in Morio. <laughs> But it led to wonderful uh, fan translated pages such as "Ah, what a beautiful Duang," and, <laughs> and others, and others. And so, others. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure has been popular for a very long time since it basically started in the '80s, and uh, it has been not in America for the, the entirety of that time for lots of different reasons. <laughs> Uh, it not getting a an animated adaptation, it not getting picked up by uh, localizers, and it's being completely filled with names you would never be able to license in America, like names of every recording artist that has ever existed uh, to be famous in America or Britain, and uh, that makes it a little hard to localize. But because of that. All these characters, you know, you can't just fucking, in most works of fiction, you can't just fucking name your character Led Zeppelin. But, uh... Ah, yes, Red Hot Chili Pepper. Yeah, Red Hot Chili, the character, Uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper. The the lawyers are just dying to get that S on there. (laughs) (laughs) So that is why, when, uh, now that JoJo's is popular, it's getting animated, it's getting translated, it's getting brought to the West in a very real way... They're like, uh, the people who are localizing it are like, well, we, we can't print what Araki actually had this guy's name be, because if we did, we would get sued to oblivion. So we have to change it enough so that the people who are watching the show still know what the fuck we're talking about, uh, and it still sort of makes a little bit of sense, but it has to be legally distinct enough. So that's how Dirty Jeeds Done Dirt Cheap becomes filthy acts at a reasonable price. That <laughs> is how, uh, you know, that's how fucking vanilla ice becomes cool ice that's how this shit happens <laughs> so vanilla was i guess they <laughs> yes i did i wish i still had that fucking list uh, that would have been a good entire first segment just going through i had a bunch of synonyms for the phrase dirty deeds done dirt cheap because <laughs> i the uh the the way they localized it made me laugh so much uh, yeah. That I wanted to just see, like how what how far can we go with this? I think it's uh, the ones that they do get away with in a in a great way, like uh, ACDC and uh, oh yeah, and Wamu and Ari, uh, Robert EO Speedwagon. I was like, oh yeah, where they just say what good. it is, but they like uh, do it phonetically, <laughs> change or, the pronunciation. Yeah, they change um, the pronunciation well, of the same word, and it's like, well, I guess that's legally distinct. Yeah, and but, I thought I thought it was great. I mean, but I, well, the band's first name is Robert as well. So, <laughs> really, really so I am going to test your knowledge by giving you. Uh, I'm going to give you a name. I will tell you whether it is the original or the or the uh, Western uh, or the legally distinct name change, and uh, then I'll, I'm going to have you guys try and figure out what the what its counterpart is because some of these you would like are fucking insane right like how would you ever figure out what the fuck this is supposed to be and um i feel confident in this because i know cam hasn't seen most of the series and oh, yeah. uh i know i'm pretty sure 
uh, Alex just kind of uh, filters out in his head the original uh, like the, the names for these. Yeah, I think this All will the be localized a... names. Just well, the right, yeah. That that's the trick yes, yes, with the anime the... is that they the voice the Japanese voice actors still say what the actual reference is, and right. since yeah. it's usually it's usually an English word, they you it's very clear what they're saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so let me give you your first one. Uh, now, we've got a stand that is, uh, you know, it's a a small army. You'd say it's a it's an army of small soldiers. It is uh, little bugs. And, no, no, not quite Pikmin or anything like that. It's more like more like toys, right? More like toy soldiers kind of thing. Uh, and they have artillery and everything. It's like that Stephen King story that you uh, had me read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, the bad one. The, the bad one, yes. Uh, so doesn't hurt though. Anyway, uh, the English, the English language version of this one, or no, the actual, uh, the actual name, the one that uh, Araki originally picked is Bad Company. So I want you to guess what he, what the localizers are like. We can't use Bad Company. What's what are what are we gonna use? Uh, good company. Good company. Good. That would have been. That would have been fucking. That would have owned. Uh, that, that is not it. But uh, we got uh, Seb. I believe it's. Oh. Oh. Seb, uh, no. 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 Uh, Jonas, you you got it. No. 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 You no, got no, it. I want to hear it. No. 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 Seb, well, he go. must know, right? Seb. You... Okay. Okay. I was th- I'm guessing it's. Uh, I'm guessing it's Rude Company. Rude Company. Oh fuck! That would have been so good. Uh, yeah, all right, all right. So what you're saying is that's a possibility. It is a possibility. I am. I've. Uh, I played my hand too much by telling, <laughs> by saying that it was not Cam's good company. Uh, Alex, <laughs> what what is this? Uh, what is the what is the uh, dub name change that they used? I think it's gonna be um, Rowdy Gang of Folks. <laughs> Longer, yeah. <laughs> I can just imagine that text appearing at the bottom of the screen. Yeah, it only has to be in the subtitle, so they, they yes. don't have to say it. Oh, well, I guess in the dub. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, give me you your best guess. Bad influence. Oh, that. Ooh. All right, that is pretty. You guys are answer. all wrong. It was worse company. <laughs> what a one up. But then you have the worst company. Oh, you thought bad. It's company the sequel. Was? Usually, the worst company is my racist uncle. (laughs) They based the stand on Jonas's racist uncle. (laughs) Worst company, pretty much. Uh, We're going. We're going. That's that's funny because it's not just like changing it a little. It's making like, oh yeah, it's a comment escalation. It's it's escalation. It's like only makes any sense if you already know what the real one is. Yeah, yeah, because you. Wouldn't I don't know. All right. Anyway, so there is a stand. We're we're gonna stay in part four for this one because uh, that last one was a part four one. This one is also a part four one. Uh, there is a stand named off of the uh, very famous classic rock band Pearl Jam. Now I'm wondering, what do you guys think the dub name change for the for the stand Pearl Jam was? Can I ring in? Can I buzz in? Yeah, yeah, buzz in. I want. I, I don't need it. I don't need it to be in any specific order. Uh, what, what do you think it is? Cum preserves. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Cum preserves. Is this after the uh, the urban legend about why uh, Pearl Jam had their name? 
Yeah. Yeah. About uh, about like the expression a pearl necklace being like when you come on somebody's chest. Hmm. I didn't know about that. Any, you really did? Like you just immediately yeah, went yeah, for come as a thing. Come. <laughs> Without the. All right. Really? Well, you know what? Yeah, it's an it's an A to B pearl to come. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Pearls right, before so come, Alex, what's say. your uh, what's your uh, localized um, pearl jam? I think we're going. Uh, what's the expression? Pearls before what? Pearls before, pearls before swine. swine. Yeah. Oh, so I'm thinking slam as jam, but I'm trying to get to pearl. I don't know what. You do pearl we could slam? just do pearl, pearl slam. <laughs> All right, pearl slam. slam. All right. Pearl Slam. Pearl Slam. Seb, what do you got? Diamond Dance. Oh, I like that. See, that's like, yeah. that's a little too clever, I think. Uh, I think it wouldn't be Diamond because... Is we it already got, yeah, we just, already got Diamond in this just, part. Yeah, crazy, crazy Diamond. diamond. Crazy Diamond. <clears throat> diamond is not Crash. Diamond is not Crash. Incredible name. I wish they had not made it make more <laughs> sense in the English. Like, it's... It, they they do it as diamond is unbreakable, which is of course something that makes more sense as a sentence. But like, I really love saying the phrase "diamond is not crash." Yeah, it's way better. It's not crash. It's like uh, when your friend asks to guys, borrow Pokemon crash. Diamond and they give you crash. It's like diamond is not crash. Diamond is not crash. <laughs> All right. Oh uh, what else we got? Anyone else uh, gonna throw throw their uh, uh, throw their hat in? Uh, sapphire jelly. Sapphire jelly. All <laughs> right, we're going. Well. We're going precious stone and similar. Oh, that's substance. good. That's good. Uh, all right. So you guys are all wrong. It is what? pole jam. <laughs> <laughs> that's worse. That's more it sexual. Sounds like the pearl. pearl. <laughs> pearl jam. Yeah. It's oh, like yeah, a Japanese guy it. saying pearl. Pearl jam. Yeah. I love it. Pole jam. <laughs> That's wow. you like the pole jam. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Some of those like some of those <laughs> man. Pole jam. Pole jam is one of is one of my highlights just because it's like fuck you. That doesn't count. Like how dare you do that? <laughs> that's that's really good. There's no rules. Righto. Righto, good chap. Hold on, we we have a special guest coming to coming on camera. Oh, oh, that's a kitty cat. <laughs> How's he doing? Yeah, all right. Oh, oh I guess that's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, cats are scared of shit. <laughs> Holy moly! All right, so next one. So next one. We have uh, we have the classic Beach Boys album that I already used in a different quiz to trip everyone up, uh, Pet Shop, uh, or I believe is the uh, uh, Pet Sounds rather pet is that sounds. one. Yeah. Pet, uh, pet Shop is a different thing. Uh, but anyway, Animal Noise. I would pet like to say sounds. Pet Shop. Pet Shop is an eagle. This will not help you at all. Um, no. By the way, uh, so me me telling you that pet pet shop is a like no is it a it's a falcon I think yeah pet, it's uh, it's a falcon that he uses to it's menace falcon, yeah. everyone and also in the JoJo a little bit of trivia for you in the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fighting game that came out in uh, in Japan and uh, other places in 
1999, Pet Shop is the best character in the game because he always flies above the ground, meaning you cannot hit him with low attacks, and he is absolutely insanely good at with his ice powers. Hey, all that is. So he's is just like gliding. Like, yeah. He's he's just like floating above. Yeah, exactly. So he he's he's, he's got a serious okay. advantage, and uh, his block strings are insane. Go, he go outside. Have to go try to, to punch it. a bird and tell me how it's. <laughs> you can't. Hit That's a bird why fighting low. type is weak you to can't. flying type in Pokemon. And look, I understand. Yeah. I will defeat a bird <laughs> in a fist fi- fist fight one of these days, and I Level will get them to change. I will get Game Freak to change that themselves. I'm a Hitmonchan. This motherfucker over here. Anyway, so what are we thinking? The real real name is Pet Shop. What do we think okay. the English localization of one of the video games used? The actual album's called Pet Shop, right? Yeah, the actual... Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. That's that's a re- that's the real reference, is Pet Shop. Okay. Heaven's Gate. Whoa! That's <laughs> fucked up. It's, it's fucked up, but, I mean, hmm. what's more heavenly yes. than uh, Pet Shop? Pet Shop is named after the Pet Shop Boys. It's uh, gotta the, be pet. Uh, it's gotta be pet synth, store. P- synth pop duo. Pet store. Pet <laughs> store. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say Petco, but I think you. I'm letting you guys know right now. There. This one is more disappointing than the other ones that we have. Uh, that we have uh, discussed. Let's sounds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just change one letter. Get get sounds. It's it's pet shop, Cam. It's not oh. pet sounds. <laughs> Pet Sounds is the Beach Boys album. Uh, I wouldn't, although I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past Araki to have named a character after that album. Oh, I thought that's what we were doing. Why did you even bring that up then? Um, because uh, that was the last uh, pet album related question. I, when I said claimed that it was Superman's favorite album, and everyone picked that answer, and it was actually <laughs> oh, the Metallica one right. instead. Hmm. Yeah, I still think it's Let Sounds, even though you just told me that's. Absolutely <laughs> that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. All right, yeah. um, I'm doing double down. Petco. Oh, we, that we, that's that's worse. You're just taking Cam's joke clean. He already said it. Seb's, stand, Seb's stand ability is the Wait, ability to no, say okay, Cam's joke again. Well, well, no. Okay, I got a real. Seb can see the future, but it's it's late. Clearly. I got a real one. I got. I got. I got, I got a real All right, answer. What do you got, Jonas? Let me. Um. Uh. I'm thinking. Uh. Petco. <laughs> this uh, show sucks. <laughs> For me only. <laughs> Why is there something wrong with well, that? I still think it's let's. No, that's a good one. It might be not. Alex, what do we got? Oh no! Wait, did you already I, guess? Uh-huh. We're, okay. All right. Uh, you guys are all wrong. It is Animal Shop, the worst one I've read oh, so far. Oh, that's right. <laughs> no, you... <laughs> you went to... You went... You went... You changed too much about it, Seb. It, it was less exciting than what you said. God damn. Yeah, we got... We're all doing too much here. I thought it was... Hmm. Um, I'm just going to say this one because there's no way any of you guys are going to get it. Uh, and I fucking lost my shit when I found out why how they changed it. Um, so there's a character named Kenny G, you know, named after the famous musician. Um, yeah. In the Crunchyroll subtitles, they changed his name to Billy Jean. Just changed it to a completely <laughs> different musical <laughs> reference that has nothing to do with the original. <laughs> what a ballsy move! <laughs> I know. Um, 
just 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 having rewatched it, I noticed that um, they did they did a similar thing with with Oingo Boingo because right, they changed right. them to Zenyata Mondata, which is a police album. Yeah. Whoa. So it's one. Th- it's so funny to me that they're like, all right, I don't have a good like phonetic name change thing. We're just going to change them to another musical reference. Yeah. yeah and I guess like Zenyata Mandata is not copyright. Like I, you could probably say that. <laughs> well, it's because they, it's, it's a, a it's reference. It's like a Hindu myth or something. Yeah. It's a, re- it's a historical thing. Yeah. I prefer to think of it as like opening a burger store and calling it McDonald's, getting sued and changing it to Burger King. And being like, <laughs> yeah. what? I, I changed, changed it. it. Is well, it it's, that like, well, it's like opening a McDonald's and selling the Whopper. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like when, you, when you're trying to make sure that people don't copyright strike your thing on YouTube. So you, so you. you play 30 seconds of an Ariana Grande song in it and then nobody gets any money for it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Wow. Let's. What do you got? Like so the. Uh, yeah, we got forty more of these. <laughs> I got some more. I got some more. I mean, there are there are that many. Yeah, there are a lot of. Um, but the thing is, parts uh, six, seven, and eight have not been officially localized yet. So I could. It. It's. Uh, I don't want to dig too far oh into those. God, there's that many. Yeah. That's right. Um. It's. It's. It's very bizarre, Cam, and there are some real good stuff in there. Oh man. Adventures. One takes place in Florida. Yeah, that's the oh, next God, one. That's no. part six. That's the most dangerous place they've been. Uh, I gotta find that that fucking panel just to send it to Cam of the guy saying, "Where the fuck is Mickey Mouse?" Uh, in, in part six. <laughs> I, yeah, I do need that in my life. Okay, so. Uh, oh God, I'm trying to find. I found. I, hold on, this is another one where I feel like I just have to say it. So there's a character named Ton Petty, of course, named oh, after yeah. Tom yeah. Petty. Now, yeah, of in the 2009 Italian de- edition of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part One, he, they just wrote it out as Tom Petty. So just completely, <laughs> like it's like it wasn't his name, and then they just wrote it as his wow. name. <laughs> you know? That's even more bold. It's like I think I think they meant this, so we'll make it. This. <laughs> yeah, it's like well, obviously this is what they wanted to write. <laughs> yeah, let me get that for you, bro. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what a crappy guidebook none of the characters on it i want to see disney characters god damn it where the fuck is mickey the guy on the left in that picture is Copyright. called weather report cam i thought you should know that oh that's why i, I didn't i didn't understand look at this weather i was like yeah what why is that the uh, and why are you mad about it i don't know whenever i'm in florida i'm also saying look at this one <laughs> so this in uh in jojo's bizarre adventure part one there is a character known as uh known as bruford named after bill bruford uh who was the drummer for yes and king crimson uh now what would you uh rename this character to uh get around literally using someone's name in the localization this character's name is bruford after Bill Bruford. It's got to be Buford, of course. Buford. Mm. <laughs> I would say Bill. Bill just got <laughs> <can't laughs> it Cut it down, yeah. yeah. I like that strategy. Branford. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's that guy's name? I can't think of his fucking name now. Buford? Yeah, Buford. <laughs> no. Uh, You're talking about Popeye's enemy? Is that what this is? Pluto? I completely <laughs> lost my mind. I can't think of. I'm trying to do a joke of like, of a, just another musical 
<laughs> artist. Okay. I literally can't think of a you can't single think of name. One? I was gonna say Michael Jackson. CeeLo Green. That. Yeah, he's called CeeLo Green. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Who's the short guy we used to make fun of? Pharrell. No. <laughs> I mean, yes, but <laughs> no. He's short, uh, but he has a big hat. The the, uh, the, isn't Irish, the, guys... the English guy, Ed Sheeran. They they call him Ed Sheeran. <laughs> okay, so, there done. Uh, this was a ri- this was done in the eighties. Uh, so no, but also what you guys are all wrong. Uh, this is they changed it to Blueford. No, <laughs> Blueford. Wow, oh, no, that is close to Bluto. <laughs> I should have gone with Bluto. <laughs> That's one of the most. That that is one of the most insane ones to me. Uh, And I think I'm going to close it out with our favorite one. Nobody's gotten a single one right yet, but how could you ever? Why would you ever be able to guess any of these? Uh, Uh, Petco was pretty close. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna block that one out. Uh, Seb's answer, Petco. All right. Last one. What did they change JoJo to? No, (laughs) no, they never changed that one. I don't think so. Uh, there is a character named uh, – actually, I think it's a stand. Hold on. Let me make sure I got it. Okay, yes. This is the stand – a stand complete, entirely based around Rock, Paper, Scissors from Part 4 called Boy to Man after Boys to Men. <laughs> now, they thought that was too close to the, dame, uh, the band Boys to Men, so they changed it. But to what? What did they change they it changed to? They changed it to, to – well, we already did the joke of they changed it to boys to men, right? They didn't do that. They just named it. <laughs> yeah, they the didn't. They, this isn't like the Italian translation from earlier where they just change it to literally the reference that it is. <laughs> Child to adult. I like that, Sam. All right, what do you? What does everyone else got? Uh, I'm trying to think. What was an RB band that was that was like around the same? I shouldn't time. have I, told you guys about that Billy Jean one because you guys are all. I, 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 all I, think I'm, I think I'm going. I'm going boys to guys. Boys to guys. <laughs> boys. I like that. Guys and dolls. Guys. Guys being dudes. It's guys and dolls, stand. not guys and guys. <laughs> Backstreet men. <laughs> Adam and Steve. <laughs> no, Adam and Eve. Adam oh, to Steve. Let me see. Adam to Steve. <laughs> no, I'm going to go. Okay, with... that'll be my answer. Adam to Steve. <laughs> I'm going to go with just puberty. They changed the guy's name to puberty. All right. So, <laughs> nice. the stand named Boy to Man was localized to Boy Man Man. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and what part was he in? Part four. I think that's part four. Yeah. Oh that's my the, the, god, that is Jan- incredible. <laughs> the, J- the Jankin kid. Uh, that's what? his stand. That's the, uh, the guy with the, the kid. The kid with the weird hole in his cheek. Uh, oh, boy, boy, man, man. Yeah, that's what it <laughs> boy, is. Boy, man, man. Boy, Mr. man, man. Door, car, door. Man, be a sand. <laughs> man, be the sandest sand <laughs> All right. Oh, if that wasn't bizarre enough, I know. Now we got to talk uh, about. Yeah, we're going to get into talking about the actual show. If you thought this was uh, insane and didn't make any sense, just wait until we talk about the plot of the literal just show. Wait we until watched. we talk about the baby and the son. <laughs> oh God, that the baby. Oh, we watched that one this morning. Oh Death God, that Death baby. thirteen, the baby. Incredible. Uh, All right, now we'll. We were going to take a plane to our next segment, but. 
it crashed before we could get there. So now we have to fucking walk. So it's gonna Don't worry, guys. I've survived every plane crash I've ever been on, which is also every flight I've ever <laughs> which been Which is on. also three. At least <laughs> seven. No. Uh-huh. Because as long as we don't have to take a submarine. Yeah. All right. All right. So the water could be a stand around you. Uh, We'll see you after this uh, very roundabout journey to the next segment. Oh, all right. To be continued. What's weird? I don't come in the morning because it was bad. Ooh. Before, that is, a is that a real superstition? I think the pilgrims used to say that. Uh, come, come in the, the morning, morning, sailors take, take warning. Warnings. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, be my. Alex and I are rushing to the same joke so much so we coming. Okay, come at night. My friend and I both have. My friend and I both have weird super. He's talking really well with the ball gag in. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back to Please Don't Listen to This. Your life depends on it. The show where we do just something different every week. And this week it is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Now, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, to somebody who is not initiated, sounds like total nonsense. It sounds like something that does not exist. Something that everyone, everyone you know is playing an elaborate joke on you by talking about this show. Uh, because... It any saying any two plots in the show Jojo's Bizarre Adventure out of context to somebody immediately makes it sound like you're pulling their leg. Uh, from from the beginning, where it starts off with a relatively uh, normal story of a an English rich good boy who goes to fight a vampire who tried to poison his dad, to uh, you know, Classic. and then you get to uh, uh, part six, where in uh, chapter one the main character. Uh, masturbates uh, in a women's prison and gets caught and they make fun of her for it and uh then she reveals her magic powers where she uh, is like spider-man except with string instead of web and uh 
So, uh, Nick, what is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? JoJo's <laughs> no, Bizarre Adventure. Uh, for the uh, five minutes I've just cut out of the episode, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is um, it is a series that uh, it begins, like I said, with a uh, with a good boy fighting a vampire uh, that sort of over time becomes about the lineage of the Joestar family, where each story called a part. So part one is about Jonathan Joestar, the original fighting a vampire uh, named Dio after Ronnie James Dio. And uh, then the sequel is about his grandson. And uh, that is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 2, where he is fighting sort of the originators of the concept of vampires in the world, like ancient Aztec uh, vampire muscle men called the Pillar Men. (laughs) Yes. uh, Wamu. Trying to, you know, destroy (laughs) humanity. And then... We get to part three, where uh, Joseph Joestar, who was the protagonist of part two, is going to visit his grandson uh, in Japan. In at that at, at what what is at this time modern day Japan uh, in 1987, where uh, we meet Jotaro, a Japanese punk kid who says he is possessed by an evil spirit, and that evil spirit turns out to be a superpower that uh, he and his bloodline and many other people in this world have called a stand. Now, I'm trying to think of a good way to explain a stand without making it sound too uh, stupid. Uh, Emily made fun of me for how badly I explained stands to her the first time that I well, did Well, they say, it. the way they the way that they explain it in the show is that they call it a stand because it stands next to you. Yes, it stands um, behind you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, it but it's it's a spirit that you can manifest that has certain abilities. Pokemon familiar. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to let Cam Pokemon. do it because as, as someone who's <laughs> oh, no, newest... Alex had a real one. I talked over him. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right. It's it's your it's your Pokemon that you send into battle against the other person's Pokemon. It, it takes ca- uh, it if it takes damage, it physically hurts you as well. So if it dies, you die, and mm-hmm. you can only fight stands with other stands. So you can't yeah. attack someone else's spirit with your own fist. And uh, somebody but, who does not have yeah. a stand cannot see them. So yes, all that the crazy does not shit factor that is happening that just looks much, like nonsense but, to them. Yes. Um, so it's just people's what other people see is just two good people yeah, and they two guys each other their mouths when they get take a particularly <laughs> yeah. bad hit but um one of the other yeah, things yeah i don't about... have a stand so this show is like wicked boring to me I don't really <laughs> um didn't get it really they do a perspective shot in uh, one of the early episodes showing how the action looks to somebody without a stand because they have a character without a stand there and i really wish they would do that more often just to showcase just how absurd oh, yeah. all this stuff looks to an onlooker. They do it. They do it in a very, yeah. a very comedic way later on in the series when they have the um, the enemy stand that um, makes uh, two characters magnetic, and uh, oh, they yeah. do a lot very of antics with the characters being stuck to each other and everyone just looking at them very strangely. Yeah, incredible episode. I, I'm yeah. a big fan of that one. You just that's that is embarrassment right yeah. there for yeah. Absol. He was very, very respectful, I feel like straight Joseph man kind of guy. About like, it. Uh, like the kind of yeah. flat, yes, this is how I, it's always direct with his feelings. And it's like, oh, I have to get into the uh, gay confusion plot uh, with magnetism. <laughs> um, but yeah, so all of these abilities are basically an excuse to do whatever you want. It's right. it's the most open power system I've seen in a shonen anime. It's you really, really can do it's, whatever it's really you want. It's really incredible. And 
The thing that I like so much about this as a power system is that the first half of every fight in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is figuring out what the other person's power is. And it's kind of structured almost as a horror thing where you're trying to figure out the rules of the other person's power. Sometimes they're a dumbass and they'll just come out and tell you or they're really confident. You know, they're they're like, I, I it's so obvious that I'm going to beat you that I can literally tell you what my stand is, what my powers are, and you cannot do anything about it. But oftentimes the yeah. enemy will say will not say anything they will not say anything they won't tell you anything they'll just be or, trying to kill you and you have to figure out how they're trying to do it or even stranger still you. you'll you'll see the stand but you won't know where the person who's using it is yeah. because a lot of them work yeah. from longer ranges uh and so some of it becomes yeah. about fighting the stand itself and some of it becomes uh we can we find the person who's using it mm. uh it's uh, it's very interesting, and they develop. This is the system that all of JoJo's uses going forward. So it right. really gets a lot of uh, expansion in the later parts. Yes. But this part three is what we're talking about today, and that's right. kind of where they Stardust Crusaders. So I'm going to give a brief rundown of what Stardust Crusaders is about. We talked about uh, uh, Joseph Joestar going to meet his grandson, who says he's possessed by an evil spirit. They just give the explanation that we just did, except worse, if you can believe that. Um, <laughs> and uh, what happens is they find out that the original vampire from part one is still around, having fused his head to uh, Joseph's grandfather's body, and in the process has poisoned uh, Joseph's daughter, basically. Like, they only have a certain amount of time to go find this vampire and kill him, or uh, Joseph's daughter and Jotaro's mom will die. Uh and because of that, it, it becomes a kind of around the world in 80 days kind of thing. It's a travelogue almost. They have to take planes, trains, automobiles, boats to get to Egypt within the 50-day time limit and kill Dio before, uh, before this happens. And along the way, Dio is sending his uh, minions and brainwashed servants and murderers to kill uh, Jotaro and his friends on the way there. Um, yeah, so it it kind of articulates a, it's a it's a monster of the week kind of thing. It's a it's a stand user of the week on mm-hmm. our way to Egypt plot, uh, and I think that structure is like really compelling. I think you know they they mix up the structure with the later parts, but I think that like this is a great way to introduce stands. They do kind of just... reuse this one again in part five, except it's in yeah. Italy. It's it's only in Italy the whole time, and all the characters are named after Italian food. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, this is a great way to introduce stands because they can just throw idea after idea at you, and yeah, like or you'd be like, "Oh, that episode was a dud," but this one rules. Or, they get know. weird really quick too. Like I, <laughs> I had in my head the idea that like, "Oh yeah, part three is pretty good, but all the stands are kind of straightforward." Uh, you know, part four is where it really gets crazy, and I'm coming back and watching this, and I'm like, "No, they do like a, a stand that's you know." They do a stand that can control a weird Literally puppet. A sword. Like that's yeah. like that's like two episodes in. Like they they are they get to that real quick. Yeah, they they do like animals with stands really early on, which is a thing that I'm very happy about because it leads to some of my favorite moments in the entire series later on. <laughs> the baby, yeah, yeah, the baby. Uh, there's also a sword yeah. that can control people. That the sword is the stand, yeah, but it yeah. can. <laughs> Stands are stands are very insane. No, I didn't. Oh yeah, we got no, there. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. yeah. Cam hasn't Cam hasn't made it to Egypt yet. I don't think so. Uh, no, we were in. Oh, we're, 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 we're mostly there. We watched. Have you, we watched have the you baby. met the baby that was yet? The last one I watched. Okay. 
that that's the that is um that is a that is a plot where that I bring up a lot where people are like so what is the craziest thing about Jojo's Bazaar? I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> and wait, that's the on. ultimate justice. <laughs> They're like, what? Like, yeah. Wait, they have they have kind of an like a uh, an unwritten rule, or they say it a lot anyway, but. Um, in 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 JoJo's, they say that uh, stand users attract stand users, and like that's their excuse for throwing all of these eccentric people together all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when it like doesn't make sense yeah. that I love like, that as forty excuse, stand though, users live like, in this well, one town. It's, it's like there's going to be an episode next week. Thanks, I appreciate. Yeah. It. <laughs> but um, uh, do so um do do we want to get into impressions or do we have i wanted to ask i wanted to ask jonas yeah how did you uh end up coming to uh find jojo's the first time and what what do you like about it oh yeah so basically rex rex uh like i said he's my he's my uh anime zenith knowledge and he would always talk about jojo's bizarre and of course i have heard of jojo's bizarre offhand I, I had seen pictures of it, but at the same... And then I think I saw the live-action trailer, and I was like, what is this show about? And uh, I took I, I took a, uh, I took a leave, and my my, uh, my friend Rex was like, you gotta watch part three first. You really get into it. I was like, no, I'm watching part one. And I'm, I'm very... If I'm interested, I'm interested. And it doesn't matter where I start. As long as I start in the beginning, I'll be fine. Um, and I just really fell in love with uh, Jonathan, and the the style, the dub version was just so ridiculously out there. Wow! Like the speaking. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've actually only seen, seen the, the dub, dub of part three, so I, I don't know what. Uh... Oh, so part one? Do they do like use like, like Shakespearean was, dialogue or something? Because it's supposed to be take place in the past. Yeah, so he basically uh, like Arena? he kisses what's her name, uh, Dio. Yeah. And he goes, I bet you thought your first kiss was going to be Jojo, but it was me, <laughs> that Dio. Is, that is <laughs> exactly how it is in the Japanese. You, yeah. you are not missing anything there. Yeah. And it's just like, this is amazing. <laughs> I need more of this. And then it, it just sm- snowballed from there. Um, but I'm a very big fan of anime, shonen, and all that, too. Uh, just think that uh, this concept just goes all over the place like the first two is just literally like mm-hmm. fighting vampires then i mean it's, it's fighting vampires fighting you put a wedding ghosts. ring it's in like... your lungs so i mean i don't know poison <laughs> wedding ring in your yeah. lungs that you can but only... compared to this it's much simpler yes it, yes it, right it is much tamer the the bad guy's powers are arm sword and wind it's like okay <laughs> i can i can understand that yeah, yeah. it's pretty grounded and I, I just, oh, I don't know, I just really enjoy everything about this. Um, and then, uh, you know, with Jonathan coming in and in part two, I was like, okay, he, this this is more fun than part one, of course. Um, not, and then there's always a part of me that wishes there was a part 1.5. <laughs> well, yeah, they skip a generation start. in a couple spots, and it's like, uh, it's very funny to me that yeah. nothing interesting happens to those JoJo's. <laughs> like, it's... it's <laughs> yeah. Well, he dies so fast, mm-hmm. but he yeah. did his best. He's a heroic so sacrifice and Just like any Joestar. Yeah, it's between him and then um, yes. Jotaro's father we don't get anything on either, which is just... Well, he's not... Well, he's not. He's not yeah, really I guess through Mer- Oh, Yeah. 
Well, that's the, true. We don't get anything is... on her either, I guess. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, that's just how I got into it. Really, it's just it. Um, I, know, I just caught my like I, after I watched the first episode, I was like, okay, this, this has me hooked. I'll watch it, and then I kept watching. Then like, I think in a day I watched the first two seasons, the first part one and part two, and then part three was kind of slow for me mm-hmm. because I was busy with work at the time. But during the pandemic, nice. I caught, I got some time. Yeah, it's, it's like fifty episodes. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a substantial yeah. art. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, so Cam, it. I want to know. I, I gotta know from you because you're the person who who's experiencing the, the <laughs> yeah, most. We, we all have seen this before, except. Oh you. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's. There's no need to listen to the rest of this episode after I talk. But um, I was, uh, you know, looking forward to this because I had seen. I don't remember where I had seen it, but it was in the past year. I had seen the episode, the two-part episode with the guy whose stand is a gun, and the guy who oh. can, uh, whose whole horse, stand whole horse attacks and you in reflection. Whole horse, yeah, yeah, Jake Isle, the emperor and, and the horse. hanged man. Very, yeah. very good tag team. Really, really good two-episode uh, arc because, like, um, as I've probably shown on this show before, is I really like the the rules of magic powers and shit like that's what gets me in it doesn't need to be super super concrete but the rules at all factor like if there are no rules then i'm not interested there need to be some boundaries even how loose yeah we're gonna get into it unfortunately but so i really love the like you know i'd heard about the show through a friend of the show andrew and nick talking about it and like nick was saying like you would say oh what what is this show about and they would give you something that <laughs> all right so possible yeah. at all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like uh this whole episode is about they're being menaced by a guy whose magic power is he has a car and then, <laughs> <laughs> he's being mean to them and it's like what <laughs> and then it, you know it sounds hacky to just set a list off like premises for episodes but that's what it is like um then we we watched one this morning where the stand user is a baby and he takes you into a the dream realm when you fall asleep, and after you exit the dream realm, you don't remember anything. So it's perfect. Like, well, yeah. after you woke up from the dream, you would know it's a baby. It was like, oh no no no! But but actually, <laughs> another rule of his power is that you don't remember, so you can't know. <laughs> baby stands. Uh, did Inception get this? From I wouldn't be the first one that Christopher Nolan has stolen from anime. <laughs> uh, but it, it's I it's truly and so I went into this not expecting it to to every episode to be a new guy like a new monster of the week. I thought that I'd have to deal with some because mm-hmm. I have I have a real hard time with anime. Like even the one, the ones I like, I also like can't stand a lot of the time because <laughs> a lot of the tropes and like. Like, Cowboy Bebop I really like, and that gets away from most of it. Cowboy Cardor Hokand, but, like, I like Ava, and I like Kill a Kill, but I never finished Kill a Kill because I'm like, I can't get into this. Like, just some of the, tro- you know, it's what all, like, half anime fan. Yeah. I liked aspects of it, but other aspects made me not like it, you know, like, not like it enough to finish it. Yeah. It, the, the monster of the week can be totally. kind of repetitive at times, but and because at least eighty percent of the fights 
are all one yeah. by... At least they're one in different ways. When he like... grows his fingers to, like, stab into some dude's fucking brain. I, the first time that ever happened, I marked out, like, you wouldn't believe. It's still pretty well established, the things that he can do. Like, it's well, like... Yeah, I think... Um, I, I think the... I'm sorry, Seb. Uh, the, the, me- the metric, let, like, the thing that I like for part three is that... Um, because Jotaro is so strong and his gimmick is that he's the strongest and the best. Um, a lot of these episodes are like, are not like, Oh, I hope our heroes can make it through this. It's, Oh, how the fuck are our heroes going to make this, make it yeah, through? You know, this? they're going to do it, but it's <laughs> yeah. about what rule they follow to break it for me. Yeah. What's the, what is the solution here? And the solution is often so insane that it's very satisfying. I will say that Polnareb is really he has the most bimbo outfit I've ever seen. (laughs) I love it. This is my favorite himbo right there. Every (laughs) shot, it blows my mind. Hey, that's my himbo. That's my himbo forever. Perfect himbo. I found out. I I keep finding out that girls like tattooing, and that's so insane to me because he doesn't. Hey, the way he does his cherries, oh, yeah. man. So, oh, I heard that he scene in the jar for the baby. first time, and I... Wow. He actually, like... So, he does it, like, a couple of times. They do it every way you could possibly do it. The first time, he's, like, making the noise that you would make with your tongue, like like a kind of, like, wet tongue noise. Then the second time, he just says yeah. the Give word lick a bunch of times. No, goes, Nick, <laughs> do the noise. Quick, 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 quick. Which is, yeah. Nick... You do the noise, though. Do the tongue noise for us. You will not be able to hear it. You'll be yeah, able to hear that on mic. Up on mic. So, Cam, what else did you think about JoJo's? Well, now, to talk about that scene, like, there, <laughs> I was completely on board um, with the pilot, which I'll, I want to circle back to. But, not even pilot, but, you know, first episode. But um, that part with the cherry part, made me yeah. laugh so hard. That, and I had seen the meme of, like, Hey, look at this funny show, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And it shows a guy excessively licking a cherry. Like, he's almost juggling it in the air. Because he's not licking it inside his mouth. It's, like, outside of his yeah, mouth. He's, like, tongue batting out. it around. Yeah. He's like, oh, man, I, I love these cherries. He goes, it's, like, flying around in the air. Honestly, that's a pretty good skill. Because he's keeping balance. But this is la, la, this la, la, is the la, la. breaking point for the guy he's traveling with, where he's like, "Why is this guy being so fucking weird around me? Like, <laughs> he's never acted like this before. He's acting so annoying and weird, but not confrontational, to me anyway. And yeah. it, it is truly like this would be the last straw for if you were on a road trip with someone. <laughs> it is funny and because like, he did he did oh, like almost kill him as a prank earlier, and he and Jotaro yeah. still kind of walked that one off. And then he's like, "Oh man, oh I've never I love cherries, and this is how I eat them." And you're like, "Oh my god, this fucking guy is so annoying. <laughs> this is what he this I didn't know this detail. I wouldn't have gone on this road trip with him." And then it's it's revealed later that he's oh. Yeah, it's like one of those details you find out about your friends, and you're like, "Oh God, I could never live with that person," or something <laughs> like that. But then, then it's revealed that he is being possessed, basically, or he's an imposter. It's a cop. Yeah, yeah, he's an he's an imposter of of the character. So it's like, so ah, you're of like, course, okay, that's why he's intentionally being annoying. Yeah. This isn't how the character would act, 
and then later the character the, the enemy is defeated <laughs> and the, the character that was being that was being impersonated is like oh man a cherry i love those and then does the stupid thing <laughs> that is really annoying and it it was just the perfect reveal i'm like oh no he is an annoying <laughs> piece so of shit. one of my favorite <laughs> really things out of character something i really like about um uh, part three so is, uh, is is our main character Jotaro, who is uh, he's a strong, quiet, tough guy, always trying to be tough and cool in every situation. But his catchphrase "yada yada daze" is is basically like "give me a break" or something like that. It's like Charlie Brown, he says break. "good grief." Yes, yeah, so some, that's grief. what I was getting to. It gets he translated sometimes as "good grief." And hearing it in English just makes me think of like a seven foot tall, insanely jacked Charlie Brown. Like, <laughs> you're a good man, Jotaro Kujo. <laughs> I, I feel like they ha- definitely have. Charlie there. Brown, Jojo. The money's out there. But um, so I was, I was into this, you know, from seeing the episode about the rules with the gun and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. um, we watched the pilot a couple days ago. Our first episode and that first episode is so good it's way better than i think i liked parts one and two mm-hmm. but yeah the money was being saved episode, for part three <laughs> this single episode blows all of those out of the water i was not into how, how haman works stands are way more interesting and way crazier and they're always running out of yeah. Haman, or they can't use their Haman. Or, or like, uh, but then you like when you see an invisible hand take the police officer's gun out of the holster and point it at his own head, and yeah, you're and like you're immediately on board. Somehow crazier yeah. dressed guy behind him, <laughs> and and also the fact that the <laughs> but I will say that but the the way that he is no, inter- no, no, no. stands or introduces like I'm too dangerous. I I put myself in jail. Like yeah yeah. Oh, that's, just chef's kiss perfect introduction of stance yeah i can't and the comedy of he's like he's in jail but he keeps getting all this stuff and the, yeah. the police are like oh no he has a radio oh, we're gonna be fired it? for this how does he keep getting this stuff how does how did this 17 year old get a beer and why is he opening it like that <laughs> he shotguns the beer it's so funny uh, oh yeah and the fact that they I, it, it, I glazed over it but then Alex mentioned that he's the most jacked high schooler in the world oh yeah he's in fucking <laughs> high school yeah um, all the characters yeah, in part, in part uh, three are like that all the main characters anyway are shredded beyond belief um, yes they're all shredded beyond belief I, what I was going to say is that Seeing Kakyoin, who is supposed to be the same age as Jotaro, seeing those two stand next to each other is a perfect view of how insanely huge Jotaro is. And it does come up. You know, he's a very – your stand yeah. power uh, – they, they say this and they drop it and they bring it back and they go back and forth on it. But your stand power reflects your personality in some way. So Jotaro is a very straightforward, direct, strong guy. So his stand is a very blunt instrument. It's like, it's a, uh, it's a, punched. it's a beefy screaming caveman with a loincloth who uh, d- is is uh, strong and yeah. fast and precise. 
and uh, somebody's like, I'm going to shoot you with a gun. And he's like, my stand's probably faster than that. Let's check. And then it is. And he's like, oh, uh, I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a solution for this. I thought I could shoot you with my gun stand. I'm out of here. Uh, Cam, I want to know what you thought of the fashion in this series, because there are some outfits. As as uh, Jonas was saying, Polnareff has, has a fucking outfit with the most titty, the most titty on a male outfit uh, until part five. Oh, well, okay, you that's what I was going to say. Right, right. Every, <laughs> I, 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 joked, uh, I joked with Emily that every outfit in part five has a sex cutout, especially the men. <laughs> yeah. In fact, that cleavage. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if someone just had circles cut out so you could see their nipples or something. Oh, I'm man. Sure there is, uh, Fugo series. basically does have that on his outfit. <laughs> yeah, so the, the outfits are fascinating and also infuriating to me. Like, the JoJo himself or uh whatever Jotaro. the main character this jotaro his yeah, um his outfit his... is funny in its own way but then he has the chain hanging from his collar <laughs> that is that's also i know but the... <laughs> i want to talk about the chain first but go ahead jonas you can talk about his hat on your impression so but uh, please I was gonna... let's finish cam's impression i was gonna say it, it's it's a school uniform. This is school heavily uniform. modified. He's like, That's the... and then when, when he when he gets it like it gets stained with blood or something in a later episode, he's like, "This is my custom school uniform. It cost me three hundred dollars or something what? like that." Yeah, and everyone's like, "Excuse me, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about?" I mean, you know, in high school people get piercings, but I've never heard of someone getting their jacket pierced in high school. <laughs> <laughs> he has a like. Full... <laughs> Jacob Marley chain hanging from his, like <laughs> his upper collar. It's huge. It's possible, you know, uniform modification. But yeah, what I loved, I'm glad you uh, steered me toward this, Nick, because I wasn't thinking about talking about it. Mm-hmm. But like the outfits are hilarious and confusing. But the best, another thing that really um, uh, pulled me into the show was the color changing. Like I love the unstable color palette that oh, they just hell like, yeah fuck it he's he has blonde hair now because the scene is getting interesting they seem to use it thematically in the show and i think in the manga it's just like i and he's green well um explicitly um as, as cited from the director who does the anime adaptations um he his specific like citing for this is that um you only see you only see these characters in color very sparingly in the show, mm. so or in the in manga, so that when you're when you're reading it, you can kind of fill it in in your own mind. So he wanted to do uh, many different interpretations of what these characters' colors could be. Yeah, uh, oh, that's so in cool. Animating it. <laughs> yeah, an alt color. I'm I have so... a uh, I have a King Crimson behind me that is a wild uh, blue, purple, and pink that they did not choose for the main color. Yeah, I'm so into like color two of like in any fighting game. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm using fucking Ryu in blue or whatever. Like, I don't want to use the regular one. Yeah. So it's very cool. Jesus. Uh... But uh, last last thing I'll mention because I you know the, I want to talk about each episode we watched, but the the fucking. <laughs> Uh, sun stand is so good and it comes so early that it's it's one of the best episodes it's like episode watched. 13 or something so they have to cross this desert they try to take a plane and they the plane crashes because 
they can't be in a plane because that makes the plot too easy and that is a recurring theme as alex was telling me anytime they get a vehicle yeah Yeah. like no this would ruin the show so we can't do that and uh, but well, I mean, it's it's a it's a reason that I find very acceptable to believe because they show you immediately, like they get on a plane and a guy with a stand is like, "I'm going to fuck up this plane and kill everyone on it." Yeah, and it's, it's very a funny easy to justification. do. It's like the rules yeah. that I was talking about earlier. Yeah. It's like, well, one of the rules is they can't be in a vehicle. For well, yeah, they try the easiest thing first, and it doesn't yes. work. And I appreciate that so much. Instead of them just walking there because like it'll be safer to walk, is they. Yeah, yeah. But okay, so yeah, so they're walking through the desert, or they're on camels, and then the sun—it seems to be day forever—and they realize it's the sun is getting larger and it's rising. It's eight thirty at, at night, it's and the sun is night, still the up. Sun is huge, <laughs> and so eventually it gets too hot. They they end up in a hole hiding from what they know is a stand. Like they try to attack the sun, it's too big, and they're going like they're. In such a losing battle where they're just burning to death in a desert. Yeah. And then um, a lot of other shit happens, but I'm skipping to the end. They all just start hysterically laughing, which I immediately was like, oh, no, you know, to use the line, this is the work of an enemy stand. It also drives them crazy to be in the sun. And then it turns out that it's they just figured it out and it's really dumb. So they're all <laughs> laughing at how dumb yep. the, the show is. <laughs> and that the... the Guys, the stand user, they notice that the what they're looking at is mirrored, but what they see in front of them is the same as what they see behind them. And Jojo uses his stand to throw a rock directly forward at, at like, just true north right in front yeah. of him. And it goes through what they see as a mirror and knocks out a guy who's hiding behind a motorized mirror with air conditioning and water that he's driving backwards so that it always looks like he's invisible. And it, then then the old man, uh, Joseph or whatever, points out, they're like, wait, we beat him already? Like, we didn't even get to know his name. And they all comment on how funny and dumb it is that they beat the guy by throwing a rock at him. Uh, just a perfect, perfect yeah. episode. Yeah. And there's so many other things I want to talk about, but... I know you guys will touch on them, but yeah. my favorite I, stuff is that that it's a monster of the week that holds up. Like Seb said, like X-Files tries to do monster of the week, and it gets kind of boring, and it doesn't follow the rules that you want it to. Like one week it's a fish man, and the next week it's a serial child molester, and you're like, wait, I, don't <laughs> I was in a certain mood, and you're, you're leaving the mood that I want to talk about. Yeah. So, yeah, I love this, and yeah, I, I don't think a I... a real monster. Oh, it made me so happy that you were able to enjoy it, Cam. And that the sun is an incredible, incredible episode. It is, yes, which is fine. This, I mean, that's a the, good way to do it. The yeah. stand that it suggests like... the sun. Well, I think I mean, they have them all. Rep- they have at least like, they have at least like twenty five of them. I don't know how many. Yeah, I, I think they are. hit every single one. Because they hit death, they hit the fool, they hit, uh, and they all hit the of the star, main characters stands are star, also the sun, all, the world, yeah, the hierophants, the. Oh, I'm back. They they specifically say, yeah, they specifically say that the world is the last one, and yeah. you know that's that's Dio's stand, yeah, yeah. yeah right. But anyway, um, yeah, and then they and then they abandon that pretty quickly after part three because. Well, I mean. Here, if they really wanted to, what they could have done is mirror it so that there is like a new person with the, a different stand, call also called the world in every part. Like 
passing it down like a legacy, like the Joe Stars are passing down their name as a legacy. However, I'm much happier yeah. that they did what they did, which is name everyone after Pearl Jam. Uh, <laughs> and all their stands are musical references, too. Um, but yeah, like I said, Kakui versus, uh, versus Doro is like an amazing fight because it is your first glimpse at an actual stand oh, yeah. fight, and it's... It's, uh, it's, Killer. they, it's, it's they already break so it. many rules um, that they didn't even know, you didn't even know they had when, uh, you go into the very first antagonistic yeah. fight between yeah. two people with stands and it's like, all right, we got, uh, the strong guy. What's the other guy? Well, he can shoot gems out of his hand, and, but also he can shrink or grow his stand and, it, and he can also make a web out of it and he can also possess people. And it's like, okay, which one of those powers is going to come into play? Just all like of yeah. five million more past. <laughs> powers than you would yeah, expect. Yeah, I was saying to Alex, like, um, oh, that guy seems I, too like, powerful. Okay. And Alex is like, oh, no, he um, kind of only shoots gems for the rest of the season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he does shrink yeah. his stand down so later, also... but then somebody else does it, too. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck? I thought, <laughs> o- I thought only Emerald Splash could do that. So I'm, I'm going to pass over to yeah. Yeah, Nick so and Alex, Your impressions are done. I'm going to also apologize again even... on the podcast because... I have lost uh. both audio files that I would have had oh, awesome. um, because my new we, case... We already litigated. Um, you don't need yeah, to explain this to talk- the people who are not well, going to hear this part of the recording. Yeah. Well, they might hear this part. I, I don't know. I No, like the last recording... You were telling us. Telling we heard you. You guys about this? Yeah, that, but we don't... It's gone. You don't need to tell our <laughs> listeners that. <laughs> Yes, I do, because I'm not, like, there's parts where you guys are responding I, to me. Yes, yeah, I have to edit the show. If we're, there will be an explanation. If they wait two hours and then they hear this, okay. then that'll be even more confusing. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put it early. Um, but anyway, my my impressions of the, the show are it's ridiculous and fun, and I love it, and... Iggy is the ugliest dog I have ever oh, seen man, in Kevin my even fucking life. There, I've, I've I played as him in the fighting game. A Boston He's Terrier. A bulldog. Oh, no. What, what is he? Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Yes. I don't know. Animals. Is he a Boston Terrier? Yeah. Well, he's got know. human he's eyeballs, so I don't know he's what kind of dog looks <laughs> yeah, he He's, he's got human. a whole human face. Like, his face looks even more human in, in the, um, in the, ja- in the uh, manga. Um I, yes, love it. Really I love how ugly Iggy like, looks. I do it's, not it's, like it's his such a good I characteristic. I hate it. I hate it. It's ugly. Like they don't even make his like like you can do like human eyeballs on like an animal character and make it not look. I mean, terrible. he does a he he draws regular looking dogs even in it. part three. Like there are regular looking dogs and cats and things. Yeah. It's not like Iggy he has problems with it. Really he wants Iggy to ugly. emote in ways that a yeah. human face does better. And so he intentionally draws the ugliest yeah. dog you've ever seen in your life. But you can do he's that. Cute. Like, okay. Okay. So, he's so, so wait, 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 wait. He's seen Fist of the North Star. He's, he's, he's never seen like, um, oh, fuck. What's the, the wolf dog anime? Courage Cowardly Dog. One of the things I like about this uh, show, Gin Gika, no, no Gin or something like, no weed, something like that. Um, there, there's like an anime with like just a bunch of dogs and they're just fighting magic evil bear, um, magic evil, evil I mean, bear, um, and and that's the whole anime. Is it's just dogs and they look really Soul. good, but they've got 
human eyeballs and they can emote and shit like that. Why can't why? JoJo's is like Part coming out at the same the time? Most I think of times I've Northern seen Zone. an animal killed brutally. JoJo's was our adventure. The series is the most time you'll see an animal <laughs> There's killed. There's so much brutal animal death. The first episode of the first part prominently Baby features dogs. a dog being burned alive in a. <laughs> But then they one up that by in the in the baby murder episode where the dog gets a scythe through the temple, and then you think that's it, and then an eyeball starts. The stand it, comes out of the dog's corpse. Oh the my amount god! Of, like, I, Cam, I don't want to spoil one of do. my favorite fights in part uh, in part three, but um, I, when Iggy gets his fight against Pet Shop, oh there is some god. serious. Uh, I've seen animal some violence. Like, r-rated adult animation but this truly like i loved that the baby episode where they're like check out this gross thing it's unlike any other gross thing you've ever seen animated before when when the the ghost is um shooting eyeballs with legs out of his eyeballs into another character's mouth to suffocate him oh it was just like this is truly unlike anything i've ever seen animated before yeah it was fascinating But, so, um, so uh, Alex and uh, yeah. Nick, do you want to do another hour on this? Sure, uh, we'll. I think we'll be quick because we we've, we've chimed in quite Two a bit. Uh, Jonas, hours. I'm really happy that this is something that you wanted to talk about because, because this you're still here. Yeah, let's let Jonas yeah, sleep uh, for at least six I, hours. I'm really happy this is something you wanted to talk about because yeah. uh, this is something we don't really have an excuse to talk about on the show, even though we all like Alex and uh, Seven. I know and care about it. Yeah. We make JoJo's um, references, so but to, uh, <laughs> we to don't talk sort of about give myself show. something a little new to experience, I watched the dub, which is on Netflix and will be for probably oh, one, one more week, I think. Uh, yeah, no, the whole show is leaving Netflix. Yeah, the whole show is leaving, leaving at the end of March. But um, uh, I was getting kind of excited because I thought they were going to give uh, these worldly characters accents. Like, because to you know, like, like oh, to yeah. give Polnareff a French, French accent, uh, it, in the Not really. in the dub for I part mean, that would two, make they sense. give Joseph a British accent because he was raised in Britain before he goes to the U.S. But they drop it for part three, yeah. Which I guess makes sense because they're yes. all just a bunch of macho guys being macho together. Yeah. He's jet black. He's just uh, Richard Epcar doing his jet black voice from Cowboy Bebop as old Joseph, which is funny That's my because. New cat. Yeah. Richard Epcar as Jet Black is it such a cool character, and Old Joseph is such a huge goofball. But they have the same voice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So Holy funny. shit! Holy oh, yes, shit! Yes, oh yes, my, oh my god. god! God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> That's how. Oh I my god! Oh no! <laughs> That's how it is in my brain from now on. Well, that's how you know he's coming from. And then, and then in part four, when he's like, <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard any of the part four dev yet. I can't speak to him. He's got the like, oh, the, like the leopard uh. print hat and shit, and he's like, oh, I forgot. Who yeah, was some of the uh, some of the things that um, I noticed in the dub. I think the dub is general generally quite good. Like, I don't have many problems with it. Of course, the original. Nowadays, I don't dubs know if I would say that, but uh, I think, but. I, I think uh, this one does hold up quite well, and um, uh, it is a little funny because all the guys in Part Five, your main heroes, are all the tough guy. You have five tough guys who are <laughs> yeah. all the tough guy. So <laughs> an English voice cast is having a little bit of trouble differentiating all of them from each other, outside of uh, 
slipping uh, bits of French words into Polnareff's dialogue. And yes. yeah, because in in American dubbing, yeah. you have like three and voice actors. Richard Epcar is Richard Epcar, so, so like old Joseph sounds unique. And then Spike Spiegel is is Steve Blum, who is Steve Blum, and you right. can't do so, anything um, other than Steve Blum. But. <laughs> Something that I noticed, one of my favorite things with the dub is uh, to note, like, okay, what what lines are they going to change to make make more sense in English? And there's a line that I love because it showcases a character trait with Jotaro, which is Jotaro is effortlessly cool, right? Like he's he's strong, he's fast, he's uh, silent, he looks he looks cool. He's always like posing in a way that does not make him look like a total idiot, like Al the Polnareff's <laughs> poses, um, and uh, he. he gets the opportunity to do like a cool one-liner after beating the guy with water powers and he has this he it's like a four sentence explanation of what of his like one of his one-liner as this guy's bleeding through his brain after getting uh like his ass kicked by uh Jotaro and it's so funny cuz it's so not cool and not well explained where he's like uh Actually, what I was thinking about, the bad guy's like, oh, you were thinking about how you would defeat me this whole time. You were thinking, you weren't thinking about how long you could hold your breath. You were thinking about getting closer to me so you could do your attack. And he goes, and and then uh, Jotaro's like, actually, I was thinking about how uh, it would be uh, gross if you pissed yourself when I beat you because you're an old man (laughs) and we're underwater. And like this, this explanation goes on for like four sentences and takes so long. And the guy doesn't respond to it. And nobody else is there. They're underwater while this is happening. Uh, But it comes back later where Jotaro is so bad at like having a clever thing to say to someone. Like he doesn't have any puns or lines prepared. So even though he can cleverly defeat somebody by smashing in their diamond plated teeth i look forward to you seeing that episode cam mm, um, that's a good one yeah clever, <laughs> cleverly defeat someone by smashing in their diamond plated teeth he has zero things to say about it afterwards he's like yeah. or even worse <laughs> yeah, no um, insight just this insult. comes he he comes back in <laughs> part four right and he's even cooler than he is in part three because he has more experience. He is the he is the older, yeah. more experienced character teaching other people about stance. Let me please let and me finish the set. Please let me finish it. For some reason, he's please, a marine biologist. Please, okay. come on. I want to get through a sentence. You you can finish it. It's fine. I'm done. It's okay. Um, so he's he's up against a you know a very tough bad guy. This is again a situation where nobody else is all the other hero- heroic characters are knocked out or not close to him. Nobody else is hearing him deliver this line. So everyone else thinks, you know, still thinks Jotaro is cool, but he completely botches another chance to be like a cool guy with a cool line, which leads me to believe that it's a total character trait for Jotaro, right? He's like a uh, nice watch. Too bad you won't be able you won't be able to tell it's a nice watch when I break it. Your face, that is, not the watch. I'm going to break your face. And, like, the whole time the bad guy's, like, cowering in fear because he's still afraid of Jotaro, who is very strong yeah, and powerful. It doesn't matter he... if the guy who kills you is cool or not. Yeah, exactly. And so he just completely blows it's this like, again. Um... And it, 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 reason this stood, the reason I'm bringing this up is because in the dub – they give him a line that makes sense in English, and it, I, I wonder. Uh, I wonder if, uh, like, it's, it's something wow. that is totally tidy and works, and is just like cool. It's it's a it's a way of doing this. He's like, 
uh, actually what I was thinking about was that it'd be gross if you pissed yourself, you stupid old fuck. Like, like you know, he doesn't actually, he doesn't actually curse, but it's the same energy. Like it's, it's in and out in like five words, something yeah. that it takes the, in Japanese Jotaro takes four sentences to express and is not cool. And the music is still playing underneath it and everything, but it's just so, such a long drawn out moment. And the dub, I wonder if you're getting that line and you're translating it into English, you must be like, well, this is just something they had trouble translating, right? Like, there's no way they would make their cool character such a doofus in this scene. I wonder if that's what happened or if they're like, we literally do not have time to have our English uh, English voice actors say all this shit. <laughs> like, it's it's just such a funny way of having them do it that I... I, I don't know whether to say that's a fault of the dub. I think they have did, did a great job in general. I don't know. Jotaro seems pretty awkward, like, even in part four, where um, I just watched an episode where um, Koichi is like, oh, man, I, I got to figure out how to talk to <laughs> Jotaro. He doesn't really talk <laughs> hard very to talk. much. He's a weirdo. He doesn't, he doesn't really talk very much. And so Koichi's like, Wow, that's a cool jacket you have. And then um, Jodoro's just like, this is a shoe store. Because they're standing in front of a shoe store. I think he's just awkward. Uh, he's just he's not just an awkward he's fucking person. Like he's just <laughs> yeah, introverted, yeah. He's yeah, introverted. Why is dressed like that and work And then when like he that. becomes a marine biologist. Anyway, uh, for my so. favorite fight, uh, so that I can pass this off to Alex and we can end the goddamn show to release Jonas from this hell. Um... Uh, I don't want to end the goddamn My favorite ever. fight is the uh, one that I did a botched cut reference to earlier on, uh, is the gambling fight uh, with Darby Darby the Younger. Or no, Darby the Older, I believe, is the actual ah. card gambler. So they, uh, so they, there's two brothers, both gamblers. One plays with video games, one is card games. And it's the one where they're playing they're poker. Both so every character, one by one, is like, I am going to outsmart this guy who steals your soul when you lose at gambling. And they all get outsmarted. And the last guy who has their all their lives on the line is Jotaro. And, and Abdal, who is there, is like, we are so fucked because Jotaro is not... He doesn't have, like, the tools to lie or be clever about this. He's such a blunt uh, instrument. There is literally no way he is going to beat this uh, guy who loves to cheat at poker. There's no way he will be able to do it. And <laughs> Jotaro's solution yeah. to this problem is to pull the most insane bluff in the universe by using the speed of his powers to convince this guy who has rigged every part of this poker game that he somehow switched out the cards when he wasn't looking, even though he knows like this guy, Darby, he cheated. He knows every card in the deck. He knows all the cards he has in his hand. He knows all the cards in Jotaro's hand, but Jotaro is still working so hard to convince him that he's still wrong. And in the end, he is able to do it by moving so fast that he yeah. keeps pulling. It's like the, in the first episode where he keeps getting stuff and nobody knows how he's doing it, right? <laughs> where he has the radio and the, the beer and everything. Except this time, yeah. uh, Darby will look back, and this time he has a blue Hawaiian in his hand, and he's wearing the guy from across the room's hat. And it's like, wait, no, when did you do that? When did you do that? How did you do that? And like, he's like, uh, am, I so sure? am I sure that those are the cards that he had before? Is, am I sure? I have to be 100% sure. I can't afford to give up all these souls. And like he just caves to the pressure of Jotaro just putting on all these extra hats and stealing everyone's drinks and everything. That's the power of Jotaro, though. It's all <laughs> yeah. presence. You know, like yeah. you're just scared. Yeah, I don't know. He's yeah. just a, an yeah. intimidating yeah. person. 
Yeah, exactly. And it's not even like a real. It's not a <laughs> real fight. Will. It's it's and just then Jotaro shows talking. his like hand at the end of the episode after yeah. getting everyone's souls back, and it's like a seven and a jack and a two, and then Abdul's like, "You bet everyone's soul." On He's like, this. "Is this good?" <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that is that is my favorite uh, battle in, in part three, and I, I think that the dub is pretty good if you can get your hands on it. Uh, Alex, what close us out? What do you what do you got to say uh, that we haven't already? Yeah, uh, so yeah, I'm a big JoJo's fan. Um, I got into it. Uh, uh, I'd say fairly recently. I I only started watching through around when um, the fourth part started airing. So I, um, you know, got through all of it. I I watched part three. I really liked part three. It's probably still my favorite um i i'm not a manga person so i've only seen up to what's been adapted through the anime which is up through part five um and i always love this part uh part three is just so fun because i think the cast is like is the best like i really like some of the cast in the later parts too but um this like motley crew of five idiots is just so fun Um, no one I, is the smart one you're right I think <laughs> there's five people they there. all get to play the fool at any <laughs> at any time where it's convenient for the story and it's just it's so fun to see like oh you know i think uh paul Nareff is my, probably my favorite of the bunch i think he gets the most characterization like outright like he has he has a motivation he gets mm-hmm. an arc um you know he he has to avenge his sister. He avenges his also, sister. Um, but every uh, every fighting game makes a character. Every fighting game created after part three uh, steals uh, Polner F's design to make a character out of it. Guile's <laughs> haircut and Benny Maru from King of Fighters haircut are both yeah, stolen right. yeah. from. Well, I mean, it's it's just a buzz it's like cut. A, it's it's a an tall, eraser hair tall thing. It's, it's just hair. Really like cut. a mil- That's an military insane tactic. look to have. <laughs> It's eraser hair. But That's yeah, he, I think he gets the whole arc, right? He, right, he avenges right. his sister, really but in the process, he thing. gets Avdol killed, but then he reckons with it, and Avdol's not actually dead, and then, you know, I, I, as it goes forward. But um, he's he's probably my favorite because he gets in all the antics. He's really the one, uh, like, I think old um, old Joseph gets a couple funny bits, but I think Palmerif is the butt of, like, most of the jokes in the show. <laughs> and it's just funny to see him be the doofus, because he's, like, not stupid. Like, he's no. just... He's just like the yeah. the guy that everyone gets the clown on. Like he gets turned into a child it's in an a, episode. It, it reminds me like... of that thing. Um, Alex, do you know the thing from the Simpsons episode with a uh, sideshow Bob and Cecil, where it's like, it's not funny to make fun of this guy because he doesn't have any dignity. You have to find someone with dignity and then destroy it, and that's yeah. funny. Like yes. they throw and they throw a, bo- a pie at sideshow Bob. <laughs> Fulner F is is a goofy character, but he doesn't try to be. You know, like old Joseph is very silly on his own but Polnareff is like he's like ah yes I'm sophisticated and I know a little French and I'm, I'm good with women and then it's like that's the guy we should make lick the toilet like, <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly um <laughs> I, I love it's the so suspense oh, okay whoa spoilers, <laughs> that's spoilers. An I haven't like... seen it yet <laughs> no I'm joking um another yeah, there's there's so much fucking suspense for it. It's like, oh, don't make me <laughs> That's one of my favorite bits. I think a lot of that episode is really good. Um, specifically, I I mentioned this to Cam, but we didn't watch the episode. Um, when because 
um, Jay Guile is uh, the person who killed his sister, and he gets revenge for that. Um, and Yaba, who's kind of uh, Dio's like right hand person, um, is the mother of Jay Guile. So uh, she wants yeah. to get personal revenge for killing his son on Palnera. And the episode where they do that is just so funny because he's being a fucking dick and she's pretending to be a kindly old woman the whole time in order to kill this guy. But like, it's just so funny how he's being unintentionally a jackass to this woman who hates his guts, but has to keep appearances up. Um, it's it, all of the comedy of this show is so good and like I think the action is still very good uh, but like coming back to this on the rewatch I was just struck by how funny all of it still is and um, I had you know because this part is the longest of all of the Jojo's anime that they've adapted this is 50 episodes this is two 25 episode seasons and Later on, they kind of even it out to around 45, 48. So, uh, yeah, that's a insane little bit because less. I remember every part, each successive part getting longer. And I'm trying to think in my head of what they compressed. And I think it's just they sorted out fights into one or two episodes and that's it. Unless you're the literal last battle. Yeah. And I, Cause I, like, I, there's the, I remember... the fight in part, the fight in part five, uh, Alex, the one that you will remember and no one else has seen of uh, the guy who can swim underground and the guy who can control ice. Mm, they they fight tough. as a tag team. Uh, and uh, a perfectly that, matched duo. That takes that takes like six. Complement each other. That takes like six uh, chapters, but it's only two episodes. So it's right. like that's how they kind of work around this sort of thing. Yeah, but like I, I had always remembered this in hindsight, being paced, uh, being paced worse or being paced differently than some of the later stuff. And like it definitely still holds up. Like rewatching this with Cam, I'm like, I had the the desire to skip around i'm like oh we'll just watch the hits but then every yeah. other episode i'm like oh no you gotta see the baby oh yeah, no wait the sun like, that's next we gotta see that we skip yeah. like three we skipped yeah. maybe four episodes in the first half of the show yeah i was like disappointed or i was there's not much to skip like the but like i like even first part even even, even among the episodes i skipped like we anything. didn't watch the episode where the um, the boat is the stand, and the orangutan is the stand map. Like the oh, person, <laughs> and I gotta, I no, gotta see that. One. That's favorite. your favorite. Oh, oh this God. podcast won't know because my fucking entire but yeah, like deleted. There's just because who doesn't want an orangutan? Oh, even when they're still figuring out all these stands, like you, can, there are just so many hits. It truly, like there, I think there are a couple duds in part three, but like it's almost all killer. It's just. Yeah, and you don't think like like part three yeah. has so many episodes that they're sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I don't like I mentioned like, it because it's a funny thing to mention, but I don't particularly yeah. love the orangutan or the stand that turns people into babies. But I think I... they're both funny. <laughs> I love the orangutan. I can't even comprehend a world an orangutan has a <laughs> where that's not stand. the best episode of a show. Like I can't. <laughs> The, yeah, I think the one Anubis I is wow. the stand is a sword that makes sword people sword evil, which is you know, like a good on paper, but um, it's like I, it's a two parter that I think goes on a little long. But hmm. yeah, I I think I I wanted to mention in my impressions, but I got interrupted by my computer being a fuck. Um, was um, the stand where they go to a town, which is like kind of completely taken over by stand. 
everyone is that's a that's the one dead. that's the same one with the toilet but yeah that's any yeah, we were talking yeah, about yeah. earlier yeah that's yeah. the same one with the toilet I, I kind of yeah. get things like I, well there I are a lot of toilets in part three I understand if you yeah. can get things mixed the one up. with the toilet there, does not toilets yeah it's it's very much a character building but we can make fun of it but they do use it to 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 wrap up I think that like I I love this series I think this bit of rewatch solidified part three for me I think I I really like what they do later but I think that like they just get so much right with this first kind of foray into stand abilities and all this stuff I just love the journey I love the cast um my my favorite fight um, I, you know, I haven't rewatched all of it. So some of the later stuff is still re- like, I didn't rewatch Darby the Gambler, which I really like, um, uh, which Nick mentioned, but I, I love the, um, the woman who has the power to make people magnetic. Uh, all of that, She's that fight incredible. is so funny. Uh, it's just a dumb slapstick episode where, uh, old Joseph and, um, Abdal are stuck to each other for the whole episode and have to figure out how to fight this woman who's right in front of them, but they're both stuck <laughs> to everything metal. Yeah. Oh, is, that's the one where they're, fu- where they're still like, <laughs> right. yes, well, they're trying the to, scene. because they're magnets. Yeah. Um, yeah. they're like, oh, yes. okay. So our heads are positive and our feet are negative. So we have to turn around, right? So they we, have to 69. <laughs> so, so Abdul is crouching down to try and drag himself Basically. lower. And it's like, oh, this doesn't look good. Incredible. <laughs> just it's yeah, it's like excellent. it's very base like very very gay panic oh what if we looked gay in public jokes but i yes. think they're still very funny they loop it's... all the way back around to where it is still funny i think I, yeah i do think that there's a time where that was insensitive and then we have looped back around like nick was yeah like I, you know again. maybe that's not great to say know, but not it truly is side yeah side it truly but, is yeah. still very funny and like that episode <laughs> is still like they do still do a clever thing to outsmart the lady at the end but it is yeah. just like yeah, it's it's great. I, um, I'll, uh, I love my, part three. One of my personal favorites. Uh, there is a, there's one where, um, uh, the 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 long arc of the the episode leads to the stand. Uh, Joseph screaming at a TV because he's watching what the stand is doing, and he's being held hostage. And these people are crowding around him, and they have to be like, uh huh. Okay, Grandpa, let's move away from the TV. <laughs> like, because he's he is just screaming, like you know, screaming in oh, English about what's no. going on, and they have to be like, all right, way too many people are watching Joseph yell at a TV that he's got activated with his powers about this, and they and like all the people are like, wow, they're abusing that old man. I bet this just they just they just have him around for uh, elder. I, yeah. I, I I forget to mention that I. I I really, truly love how, like, you know, we mentioned a couple of times, it takes them a little while to get going with the stands. Like, a lot of our main characters have very straightforward, power-focused abilities, right? Like, Paul Nareff has a guy who's a sword. Abdul has a guy who shoots fire. But um, I love that uh, old, jo- <laughs> old Joseph ha- just has an ability that is thorns that can punch a it's camera so, to make a spirit so photo. Bad. He has, like... A comically bad ability. Yeah, it's it's like one of the the two abilities you start out with right out the bat. Really, like I I don't really even remember Joseph doing very much besides making like photos visible. Yeah, he does. He uses it like like a vine whip kind of thing, um, which is very cool. But 
<laughs> it's introduced as so bad. What do you see everybody yeah. else? Yeah, it, it's it's it's, it's a really cool. great bit of like setting up the potential yeah. of these kinds of things and what they become later as just hyper situational. I have to do like this is my one ability. I have to figure out how to kill someone with it. <laughs> uh, to his credit, he does. <laughs> and it's also much like Yeah. It's also much like and that's another thing with uh, Paul Nareff getting dunked on, even though he didn't really do anything wrong, is he's hitting on this girl who happened to be the stand user for the stand that Joseph just fucking killed. So she just explodes into blood right in front of him. <laughs> and he's like, what did I do wrong? Like, was it something I said? I, I love that. Like, destroying a stand destroys the user rather than yeah, destroying yeah. the user destroys the yeah, stand. But it's, stand. It's, I mean, both. Yeah, but right. at the same time. Like, I just watched the episode in part four where um, she, what's his name? The really fucking annoying kid with the noise, with the uh, swinging head. Not Koichi. Oh, no. Uh, Sonic. No. The really uh, annoying kid. Koichi. He's oh, got the harvest. He gets owned. Yeah, he does get owned. Uh, anyway. He gets fucking owned. And they're like, oh my god, I saw his stand and it was like fucking bleeding. And I was oh, like, like uh, oh well. Shigechi. Shigechi uh, is, I mean, is too bad. Yeah, he's yes. whatever. Shigechi. Yeah. Um, I'm like, too bad. Okay, whatever. But anyway, uh, thank you, Jonas, for giving us an excuse to talk about this. Yeah, uh, and we're going to have you on in the you future to talk about. more anime. Oh, sure. always. Uh, always. Yeah. Anytime you want to make us talk about anime, I'd love it. Our listeners yes. hate it. Yeah, yeah, I, we already added you back to the list. We're going to have I, you back for, uh, for Haikyuu for the yeah. show, eventually. All right. Sure. Now we're going to be yes. gay anime shippers. I... Uh, All right. yeah. I, I mean, honestly hey, that's an endorsement. Um, you wanna, do you want to plug yourself so you can uh, you can get out of here? Uh, yeah, please. Yeah. Please yeah. do. Uh, uh, I know you got two shows, huh? Oh, yeah. No problem. I, uh... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I do, but uh, one of them we're still working on right now. Uh, we're we're oh, coming yeah. back soon, but the first yep. one is... The I said it off mic before. Yeah, Allison, two-time guest. Plenty of chances to usurp her. But, but so, Rough Night Movie Podcast, my endorsement is that it is the funniest and filthiest podcast I have ever heard about the movie Spy Kids 3D. <laughs> it's amazing to take Spy Kids to an R-rated territory. But they have managed to do it, like, especially when uh, Seb saw the movie as. That is not the only good episode they have. They have lots of good ten, episodes. That is just my personal endorsement. Birthday. You guys do a great do great stuff, and I I loved the the charity show well, you did for your hundredth one as well. Yeah, yeah. Nick was Nick was a pop. Mm-hmm. I watched that a little bit. It. Oh yes, thank you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, I also have a podcast called currently it's called The Universe According to Rex and Jonas starring Rex and I but we're going to change cool. it to The Cool, cool Zone cool. Uh, just because that was originally a segment but I love it I love doing. the transition it's just The Cool Zone so we're decided cool. to change the name um, I do have a podcast it's that very funny you mentioned that for reasons I cannot explain right of, now like Star Wars lore <laughs> um <laughs> I no, suppose no, so. you, well, no we'll don't see, worry we'll you, that you got that first. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, 
And then, uh, but yeah, you guys could follow me if you guys have Twitter out Very there. Fu- verified, Joe right? Joe Nasty draws with a Z at the end. Wow. <laughs> wow. He's he's yes. got the he's got the blue check. Ooh, he's uh, yes. he looks I, down I upon all of us. I've only looked at Jonas's uh, yeah. Instagram pages. Blue checks in the mail, dude. Yeah, yeah. Joe Nasty. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank you they so much for being bunnies. here. Um, please Thank you, uh, and send. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna post the we're gonna post the link for you to send your stuff in the Google Drive, and we will do the rest of our wrap up with you off here. I don't want you to have to stay up any later. Yeah, I th- I actually think I still have that on my. Uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nope. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. It's, really, it's yeah, usually not so like this, much. but sorry. <laughs> if God, you wanted really an episode to get deleted of your very, very own, you could send a request to please don't cast at gmail.com, and that is please don't cast at gmail.com. We could delete two hours of audio about a topic of your choice, and it would be very very easy to do so now let me uh pull up our emails i don't think we have we emails. have emails i i don't right no, right right that was it that's a very important one. so oh we got we got an email uh not from anyone particular but rather from a uh, website i signed up for eight months ago uh to do candace's uh of geocaching fish. episode so when when i did the geocaching episode i went and hid something in uh, Washington Park uh, after finding it, after finding the geocache there. And uh, I left a little tag for our show, like uh, on the website, like, hey, I found it. I talked about finding it on uh, this podcast and I put a link to the podcast and I'm like, hey, it was fun. I'm really happy I did it. And the person who originally hid that tiny little uh, fake rock uh, in Washington Park uh, sent us back a message. This is from Exploring Llamas. Hey, Thanks for stopping by and finding my geocache in Washington Park. I listened to your podcast episode where you talked about it, and I'm glad that you enjoyed the hunt. Now, this really uh, kind of warmed my heart, even though it's like been it's it's been so long really like, since we did this. It really made me want to go out and uh, yeah, and hide uh, like and find more geocaches and just like leave advertisements out there. For yeah, us. truly wonderful. It's viral marketing. Um, so my my new apartment um, that I'm going to be moving to in about a month. Um, is near Bluff mm. Point, which is near us, and that is a very major um, yeah. kind of hiking. I think area that geocaching is something area. we so could return to in the future. Da- I don't geocaching. think it would be a it would be like yes. a problem for us to return to this. Exactly. We, we still could do more fun stuff. I oh, think. absolutely. We could go all over. The, we ah. could go to different states. Um, when go when on an the actual pandemic. Adventure. It's we there. There's yeah. a light at the end of the tunnel um, right now. I think. Yeah, and uh, speaking of light at the end of the tunnel, next week, next week is our fucking three year anniversary. Oh my we, god! Can you believe That's that shit? Insane. It's so fitting oh, that this episode. We should do. Know. You know, it, it we should do something special. Less yeah, than I agree with that. One. And here's my here's my pitch really for something special, listeners. If you made it to the end of this episode, what I want from you is I want to tell. I want you to tell me. Uh, either through email, through Twitter, through Patreon, whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, well, maybe the best revenge you've ever had. But I was going to say, if there is a standout moment from the show in the past year or whenever you started listening, uh, I want to know, I want to hear it because I want to know what people remember about the show. And I would love to find that out. Um, but if you don't care about us sucking our own dicks and talking about how we've how far we've come in three years. Uh, We've come far. Yes, we have. But if you don't care about any of that, maybe you'll care about uh, three of us talking about the 1975 run on X Men, which uh, you voted uh, for. <laughs> oh, absolutely man. baffling me. 
Well, okay. All right, listen, listen. They didn't vote for that. They did. I put that one, in the thing. I put that in the description. Did really? Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh right, my I'm god. Stop telling me. Any Neither will any stop, of stop our listeners. Stop okay? everything I say and then telling me that you didn't actually listen to what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, we've got we've got an episode coming up as a bonus. And we also have, of course, our hazardous materials, which you can vote on if you go to uh, please don't cast at Wait. gmail.com. Usually, you can vote on it. This oh, week, okay. we That's added a special. Can, right? Yeah. <laughs> this week, we, this month was, was special in that we got a request oh, uh, from a listener who wanted us to watch the uh, famously terrible movie Monkey Bone. We have not done it yet, even though uh, it, it, we are 10 days away from the end <laughs> Even of the though month. it's, it's due in days. Lately. Um, so, listeners, this, this truly shows the amount of influence you have on the episode because we it's one person said, hey, you should do this. We immediately grafted onto it and said, we're going to do this, and then haven't done it yet. Well, and it's all right, still no, happening. You can all bring right, a podcast on. to water, but you can't make them drink. So, so all right. So, normally I joke. I, I joke about our podcast uh, being like homework, but Hazardous Materials is the only time it ever feels like homework. <laughs> yes. It's literally <laughs> yes. one thing we have to do. I mean, it's it's literally the point of it is it is that we hate but it. But it's usually not that, that bad time-wise. Normally, it's something yeah. that we can actually I mean, laugh I think at, that, like yeah, we... get drunk and laugh at. Kyle XY, we couldn't Speak get drunk for and yourself, I have man. not watched Monkey Bone yet. Hey, baby, you know, it's out there. You have somebody else living in your house with you that I suppose you can laugh so. at it with. I mean, I have somebody else a quiet, living a in, quiet, in my lonely house viewing that I can laugh of Kyle at it with, XY is but not But she me. mostly likes to laugh at bad animation. Anyway, which, Monkey anyway, Bone. It's yes, good. Monkey Someone Bone said, but... watch Monkey Bone, and now that's, that's yeah, what we're doing. Weighing on the back of our that's minds. That's what we're doing. For... So, I might. So, we, so that's what, those are the three main things we've got coming up. We have uh, Exposode. We have uh, Monkey Bone. And we have Episode three. Our Anniversary. That's right. Our, our third anniversary. Our, our reboot year three. Yes, Finally right. done with the prequels. <laughs> you started it. No, it's me, baby. <laughs> Alex, you Alex started, is a, one of you Alex in this lies house. In wait I'm and then assumes to power once a year, like some kind of evil emperor mm. that I can't it's, think of any analogies listen, for. It's tradition. It rhymes. It's like poetry. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll do like episode. Yeah. Just just like, like poetry, we'll it ends. Um, just like this episode. Nine yeah. next end year, the, and I'll show. be like, this it's the, time for the podcast the always say to end, to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thank you.